This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. A note in my notes app said something about looking like a baby horse. I can't remember what it related to. I'm James. <laughs> and my name's Keenan. I am a gold star. Welcome <laughs> to Sissy That Pod, a RuPaul's Drag Race Reaction Podcast. And today we are dissecting season 14 of the US iteration premiere two and this time we have another female double act joining us this time the comedy legends that are Flo and Joan oh I so excited I was not shy about um how much I enjoyed having them on last time when we were talking yeah. about um a, a, a poo tank Blair St. Clair <laughs> back in All Stars 5 uh, so yeah. delighted to chat to these guys again super super funny and a, another good episode I think like Less luster than opening one in terms of the episode, but still a lot that like would give you hope for when these two queens combine that we're going to get like a really fiery and excellent season of Drag Race overall. Yeah, I think so too. Like my my criticism and what I would mark the episode down for is just the production allowing so many dances. I thought it yeah. was just underwhelming. In terms of the talent show, I don't think it was great. But yeah, another interesting suite of queens. And I kind of wish, I don't think this is going to happen, but I kind of wish they could let Orion and Daya lip sync and one of them come back or something like that. Because it's kind of a shame that they're both gone. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, in another way though, I do think that actually they do both feel like queens who maybe weren't fully ready for the show mm. so I can kind of see that perhaps putting them back in I don't think that they would be the sort of queens who would come back in and then be able to ride it any further True. than like a single episode arch or arc so I'm not so I'm not so mad about that but yeah. I think good for them to get to showcase their their talents maybe if Diabetti could go away and uh kind of but both of them could go away now and do a bit of kind of like you know just building their own kind of drag personas and becoming a bit more certain of themselves. And I'd be happy to see them back for some sort of iteration of All-Stars or, you know, first out queen season. And interestingly, they both walked into the workroom last. So maybe those that can tell us something about future last in first out. Exactly. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. We, we're going to get into the episode now with Flo and Joan, but we're using their, their real names, uh, their government names, Nicola and Rosie. Um, so let's welcome back to the podcast, Flo and Joan. Well, Flo and Joan, Nicola and Rosie, thank you so much for coming back on for season 14 of Drag Race. This is the second premiere we're discussing the talent show. Who, yeah, out of out of all the cast now that you've seen, Nicola, who's excited you the most? I, um, including the previous episode, yeah. Cornbread and Willow Pill are my, like, top. I don't trust anyone in those first few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't trust, and I also don't trust my own instincts. So often I'm like, that one, and I'm like, oh no, what have I done? Um, so, I te- yeah, I guess I'm going on the record. I don't really want to go on the record as um, backing cornbread and willow pill in case mm-hmm. some hideous thing comes out next week where you're like, oh, oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> But at the moment, those guys in Algeria. I think, like, so would you be the same, Rosie? Would you say the first batch impressed you more? Yeah, the first batch were way funnier to me. But mm. I think willow pill is going to shit the bed next week. I think she just had a... I think she is quite... Um, She's really funny and I and I love the bath thing, but I don't know if she knew that the bath thing was funny. I'm not sure. I think she thought it was like an art piece and everyone was like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. That's so funny. And I think she's probably going to do, I think she seems like someone to me that will come back next week and do like 
their next thing on the bath piece you know like in x factor when they're like they blow their load on the first round so they're like i'm gonna do that again but yes. like better and then you'll be like no it's not it's not the same you should have done something different yeah i don't trust will appeal that's all i'm saying um, <laughs> i actually i actually kind of get what you're saying because i thought that she because when she came out last week and she did that piece. She like, it felt like really completed and she looked really confident in it. And obviously even like to pick something like Enya for the main stage of Drag Race and <laughs> like to have like the whole storyline having this weird dark undertones, it feels very brave. But then in like Untucked, she was sort of saying like, oh, it's looking out into the into the judges faces and I didn't know whether they were getting it and I'm like oh that means that you're not super sure that yeah. you're not super confident in what you're doing which means that yeah when it comes to a a, a, tal- a part of the show where she has to be herself within the restraints of the drag race world she yeah. could end up falling a bit short but I totally, I, yeah. I I do think that's one of the the best things I've seen on Drag Race in such a long time. <laughs> it was so good. I think it was like meta comedy, like it yeah. was comedy. In, it was comedy inside of comedy where the person didn't realize it was comedy, but it is yeah. the most hilarious thing from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also am really interested in Maddie. I I I, I liked her look. I loved that fire dress. That was so good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I really like them. I think they're so likable. Because yeah. at the start of this week's episode, we see like the first episode queens kind of de-dragging and chatting about Orion's departure and there was just great banter between them like they seem like people who keep us really entertained for the whole season like there was mm-hmm. just a great repartee especially from cornbread yeah oh my gosh yeah she I is that. icon icon cornbread yeah, yeah. Uh, the winner the winner for me yeah she gets cancelled and nicola will be like don't yeah. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> That's usually how our relationship works. <laughs> <laughs> we back someone until they get cancelled and Nick is our safety net. <laughs> like, Ellen, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a good host. <laughs> I pull a piece of paper out of my mouth that just says Ellen was terrible all along. <laughs> but James, yeah, James Franco is so good looking. He couldn't have done that. <laughs> Uh, right so let's talk about the entrances of the second batch of queens first up was gorgeous uh i loved her really long ponytails what did she say to you on entrance nicola she said i've watched drag race and i've copied drag race and this is how i'm gonna do drag race to get through (laughs) (laughs) control c control v yeah exactly like i understand monkey see monkey do (laughs) I would say control A, control C, control V. Actually, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> I think she like looked really pretty, but like, who cares at this point? <laughs> like, I don't. That, and maybe that's a personal preference for me, but I'm like, great, cool. You look nice. Next, yeah, like it didn't. Yeah. It didn't do. I was. Yeah, she did exactly what. I feel like the catchphrases this year are just mad where I'm like, can everyone talk like a human just for like one episode where no one's like, and that's what I think about it. And you're like, shut up. (laughs) Like they're just weird. Like they feel like if it was like 2006, they're all pitching stuff to be like people's ringtones. You know, like you have like a ringtone that was like some quote from Glee and everyone would laugh when your phone went off because it was like whoever it feels like everything they say now is they wish it was a, a ringtone in 
2006. Yeah. I have a great amount of nostalgia for those like minute long ringtone yeah. ads. And it was just random things like garlic bread. And then the really racist, you know, anti-Islamic terrorist puppet guy. Yeah. That loads of people had ringtones of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, like such a moment. So yeah. true. When you could buy those on like Nokia's, you could buy like your screensaver or your wallpaper. You can buy mm, like yeah. a, a sparkly shoe. Or like a martini glass. <laughs> the height of glamour. Yeah. This is it now. Yeah. I yeah. have the sex in the city. Yeah. <laughs> trying to convince your mum that she has to pay £10 because you have to have this on your phone. And I'm always yeah. like, I'm not buying it for you. Like, what yeah. is this? You need like oh a, a kitten with pink sparkles around yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay. I mean, Betty Boop was very big around yes. the time. Oh, she really? Yeah. She had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her back. Bring Betty back. <laughs> There's oh, someone man. who won't get cancelled on us. She's a pretty. Yeah, yeah. She's evergreen. <laughs> Betty. The there are too many people with tattoos of her. Yeah. She really Rosie. cornered that regrettable tattoo market. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Before Tweety Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Before Tweety Pie and the uh, trans stamp, there was nothing doing. <laughs> Little wink. <laughs> so, Deja Sky was in next. Rosie, what what was your first impression of her? Um, I liked her. I thought she. I thought she was. She's one of those people. You know, I make up my mind about someone in in the first ten Me seconds. Too. And mm. I felt good. I felt nice in her company. Um, yeah, she was. Yeah, palatable. Second one, fine. That was my that was my opinion. <laughs> Over the course of the episode, I really I, li- I like her a lot. I I sort of feel like and I I'm on a, a a campaign, a crusade for justice for plus size queens because oftentimes they get pushed into this narrative of like you need to be a comedy queen, and yeah. I think it's clear that she's not really a comedy queen, but felt oh, yes. obligated. <laughs> obligated to try and fulfill that brief or fulfill yeah. that role mm-hmm. um and maybe kind of like took that on herself but i think it was probably unfortunate of her to pick to decide to do that sort of comedic yeah. cheer captain thing mm-hmm. i think it would have been better for her to do something a bit more seriously i i didn't love her look i thought it looked a bit messy but i do think it's very like i think it's impressive that she makes everything she's wearing herself that's her like main skill stick yeah. to that leave the comedy to to someone yeah. else yeah. Uh, also, the highlight that she had when her entrance look was so strange. There was so much like white under her eyes. I thought it made her face look sort of like indented, like the bean in Chicago. Like <laughs> forehead and chin was sticking out. There were so many tones on her outfit that I was like, we should commit to one. Yeah. And, or like one in a shade. There was a lot of like just pick the tones on that for me yeah 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 but i did like the eye make i liked just the eyes the eyes were memorable for me they were like very very cool they were very cool cool (laughs) james how did you find jasmine kennedy's entrance um i liked her wig i thought the big like i i don't know i'm not i didn't warm to her over the course of the episode i found her like kind of what you were saying about georgia's about her being that kind of like i've watched drag race i know what to do like i felt like very much like that was what she was doing she was walking in there was like i'm the new aquaria i'm going to be this queen and i just i i wasn't inspired by her and I wasn't inspired by her throughout the rest of the episode either. And I thought her talent was kind of a bit boring and that she probably should have been in the bottom because her runway look didn't really do anything for me either. I didn't get the love for her over the course of the episode. <laughs> I wasn't really warm to her when we discussed her at Meet the Queens, but I did 
find she brought a kind of goofy personality in the Talking Heads, which I kind of liked. She was like, oh, you know, I'm a dancing queen, five, six, seven, eight, choreo mama. Like, I thought that was kind of goofy and fun. Yeah, I like her. Well, I don't love her. I, <laughs> I fucking you hate give her. with one hand, <laughs> take with the other. <laughs> I, I, I only warned her on the Talking Heads, but half because... She look. I think she looks like a friend I have, and then she also looks like Taylor Swift meets Eliza Schlesinger. So I was just <laughs> and Alyssa Edwards, yeah. So she was just. So I was just like enjoying trying to work out who are you to me? How do you relate to me? Uh, have I seen you in a bar? But her dancing was um, not as good as the other dancers. Her flips and her big legs were all fun, but her yeah. big legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next in was Maddie Morphosis, who I think delivered their entrance line in the most, like, unenthusiastic, dull way I've ever heard. I can't even remember what it was, but it was just like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) I was in from then. That's why I love him. Wait for me to come to you. Don't Don't make me come to you. Wait for me to come. I love it. And I know the look was a reference of somebody I didn't know, and I hated the wig. And we just had a full season of Tina Burner giving us flames that I was like, I don't yeah. need another barbecue queen. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like her. I just was like, I was excited to see her entrance and then I was disappointed by it. I yeah. liked the the kind of diners drive in and dives on the Food Channel at 3am in the morning by Fairy <laughs> yeah. kind of vibe that you ever... And I thought it was like, like an obvious reference to her like heterosexuality. It was mm. like, I mm. am a straight guy. I'm here to talk about barbecue and deliver sort of catchphrases underwhelmingly. I like I, <laughs> so I, I, I it wasn't as spectacular a look as like Angeria I think was in after her and her look was just so beautiful and like yeah. she looked gorgeous. But like I think that it was great in a different way to that. Like it wasn't the traditional RuPaul walk in. I got to like cover myself in like in in sequins and be a, a massive parade float she was like I'm gonna give you some of my personality and be sort of clever with this yeah yeah I thought though that like if you're gonna like do because it was like a parody of Guy Fieri then like make the spikes like huge or like do like really blow it out because I think like the wig looked like everyone's wig in season two like <laughs> it, but, like really small with like some little spikes we were like big enough. So I think like at this point it felt yeah, I was like, it felt too, the wig felt too small for her head. Mm-hmm. Like, it just didn't, if you were, like, going to parody it, just, like, make it, like, super stupid. So you're like, oh, that's Guy Fieri, or even if it isn't, it still looks funny. Yes. But she yeah. just looked like an angry mama at a cookout, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how exciting it is for, like, a straight queen to come in and parody a straight person necessarily. Like, maybe for Snatch Game. But it's like, I don't know, I'd love to see them come in, her come in as like Dolly Parton or something, just like totally the opposite end to show her range. I just feel like that's the equivalent of like a UK queen going in and being like doing an entrance look based on Jeremy Clarkson. I just, yeah, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. turn off immediately. And yeah. the personality didn't match the thingy, like the personality, Guy Fieri has like a huge personality. So, but they, nothing that they did felt like big. If you were going to underplay it, then like super underplay it. Or if you're going to overplay it, really overplay it. But they just kind of yeah. dressed up as female Guy Fieri, where you're like, okay, but yeah, or not even female Guy, but like someone at a, a Guy Fieri meet and greet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Guy Fieri cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I quite liked it because it was uh, when every other queen's coming in, being like, bada bing, bada boom, and then it's just like a little palate cleanser every now and again, you know, just a little simple. And a moose bouche. Yeah, and then it feels like uh, my my immediate reactions on those are always like, there's something more 
so then I'm like or like you're so confident that you can come in like this so what's like <laughs> what's your talent going to be or like how are you yes. going to how are you going to grow with me yeah so I quite like it I feel it feels more exciting to me to watch someone like that I think yeah I I felt a bit of the same thing as I did with Willow Pill last week where I was like oh you're kind of going against the stereotype for what should be an entrance look on Drag Race you're going super simple that you'll stand out more for the fact that what you're doing is really understated than like Great. any of the other people who come in covered in glitters and rainbows yeah because angie was in next and i mean that's somebody who can't do understated i don't think if they tried because they're just such a big charisma bomb but like i think from the moment she entered in you i really felt she was a cut above the rest of the queens in the room easily yeah yeah. she's a winner or a second for me Uh, absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. she easily like in this cast she was like streaks ahead yeah yeah although i hate polka dots so much really <laughs> so much because <laughs> they remind me of new look when i was 11 <laughs> how can we get back to them nokia 3210 conversations <laughs> well somebody who could have been shopping a new look when they were 11 was lady camden how did she uh, come british willem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also like what age is she she seems like an un- undeterminable age we all love the spice girls and they've had many sort of renaissances but i couldn't pinpoint what point she was talking about having been upset like, oh i remember as a little girl listening to spice girls in my room and i was like was was that like in the 90s or was yeah that like uh, in your in studio the- apartment in yeah <laughs> 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 So she's 31. So she looks good what, for 31. What what does that make her in the 95? Yeah, that makes like, sense. What? She's yeah. a year younger, younger than me, me and I was yeah, uh, she's I prime was, spice girls era really. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, yeah, in between yeah, she's in between us and we were spice girl spice girl kids. Yeah. Uh, it checks out. It checks okay. out. <laughs> That's it, yeah, fact check. I was yeah. expecting to be more <laughs> underwhelmed than I was. Because uh, I liked the candy bra. I thought that was kind of fun. It was a very big candy bra now. Like it was yes. like a like a D cup or whatever. Of, I don't know yeah. what the yeah. word yeah. but it was big. More of a candy <laughs> sports bra, you know? Yeah. If you're going to go for a run, then you need that support. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely like... one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She raided like a Woolworths pick and mix to get the candy. Yeah. Like, yeah, that you can just that wasn't one necklace. That was like a, as accessories. Maybe they maybe, maybe they bulk ordered it with all the Tic Tacs at the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, Diabetti comes in. Uh, I actually thought she was really cute and fun and lovable throughout yeah. the whole season. I think she probably was justifiably gone home, but I think she made a really good impression. Yeah. She seemed just like nice and like excited to be there, which I think is always nice. And just like big energy and yeah, I'm yeah, I was a fan. Rest hmm. in peace. I, I did think that they maybe overworked the connection to Crystal Method because they were very similar looks wise. Even the way they spoke felt felt kind of yeah similar to and and I don't know. I think so. Like Willow Pill last week is part of the house of Evie Oddly and you can see that there's a definite connection, but she feels like her own queen. She doesn't feel like she's doing an impression of Evie. Whereas I thought with, with Diabetti, there was like maybe a lack of confidence in her own style. And she was like, well, the last time someone I know was on this show, they did this and they did well. So I'm just going to copy that. Um, Yeah. Because I, yeah, it just, it became really kind of jarring watching the episode being like, why is this person doing an impression of someone else? Yeah. It felt like a, um, I'm sure there's some video game, I can't remember it now, where like 
when you bump into something you multiply into more versions of like the thing and it feels like that rather than like yeah the child of a person it feels like the the bit a chunk of a person that's fallen off and just like reformed into that like yeah slightly off but like still definitely the same thing I think I saw an episode of Around the Twist at one point where there was mushrooms that turned into people so (laughs) I was thinking of Harry Potter when they break into the Gringotts that's it yeah they touch something it multiplies yeah yes exactly that yeah 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 she's like the hot wizard cup of um, drag queens or whatever it is are they was it a bit I get where he was coming from. Was it a bit too much for Rue to thank their school bullies for making them who they were? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get where he's coming from, but you need to thank them. Like, yeah. I just thought that was strange. Yeah. And also, surely you're this far you're the, this far down in Drag Race that we know everyone had a, a bit of a funky childhood. Yeah. Why are, mm. you do, why are you doing that on season 14? Yeah. Like, why yeah. is he only just realised now, huh? He's like, this is a, this is a new turn. They've got a straight guy in now, so the bullies are going to start watching. So, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in which case, do not thank them because they'll keep doing it. <laughs> I'm doing this for your own good. One day yeah. we'll be on Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. I'll make you a better drag queen. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, there was a few weird choices from Paul. That acting bit about the abundance of Tic Tacs, Santino's hat. I mean, what was going on? I think she misses the good old days of like where when they'd record the music videos and she'd get to do like a little Oscar speech beforehand and like throw Scarlet and throw people through windows and like scream at I don't know like I think she misses the beginning of those like epic quotation mark uh, music videos and it's like what if people forget that I can act it's like well you've just had a Christmas movie out you've just had like a TV's Azure and the Queen AJ and the Queen and like, <laughs> I think we can all all the people that care that you can act know that you can act and no mm-hmm. one else needs to know about it like I, let the people who want to watch you act watch that in your yeah. acting stuff and then we can just um, continue to forget that you try to do that sometimes and, and I think the, the <laughs> acting ability is less impressive than the ability to collect funding to have projects made because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think we can all agree that there is limitations to Rue's range uh, <laughs> was there anything you wanted to discuss James in the in the mini challenge uh, d- yeah yes yeah but not about the mini challenge um do you got did you guys watch America's Next Top Model Yes. yes. Do you remember the weird photo shoot where they had to like they had to pose in a big bowl of Greek salad? Yes. This to me, yes. that same energy, all yeah. like covered in like massive chunks of olive oil and like massive chunks of like feta cheese. <laughs> like, was there croutons? Sexy yeah. and covered in oil. And yeah. I just saw this same energy. Um, yeah. yeah. But so I, I just saw that. that. I was like, well, there you go. This is this is exactly <laughs> at least at least. This wasn't like a moist substance they had to pose. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't picking bits of cucumber out there, bro. <laughs> that work, I imagine that workroom stinks anyway. And if they're all covered in cheese and salad, it would be an absolute night. And that was no one cleaning that until the end of the yeah. season. No, and then after after the photo shoot, it gets scraped into bowls and give it to them for lunch. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. the craft services. <laughs> they were also, like some of them were eating the Tic Tacs and they would have been in cracks and everyone's sweating on that day because it's a big day. Yeah, and people are putting them in a little mouth. It's a big day, it's, and there's a <laughs> pandemic happening. It's a big day. You're sweaty. You want a tic tac? All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's just one green one in there and it's not That's what I was thinking. They should have done that. It's like, pass the finale straight yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, Angeria wins the mini challenge and then they're told about the talent show. There's a bit of a walkthrough with Rue. And Rue outs Maddie, which I thought was ill-informed. Not okay, I no. thought. Mm. Not okay. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know how I feel about that because in a weird way, I was like, well, that sort of mirrors the experience that pretty much every gay person has had at one stage in their life where kind of someone mentioned something about their sexuality in a room or in, in a, room, a room or a group of people that maybe don't some people don't necessarily know and there is that like real awkwardness but and it's like oh look now this straight person gets to feel that but also it's like perhaps we should have learned from how uncomfortable it is for us that it's not really appropriate to do that and let it be Maddie's decision when he wants to talk about that issue because Maddie knows that 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 he's not getting through this competition without having the conversation like maddie knows that you've signed up for it so rue didn't need to put it out there straight like right away yeah and they don't i don't know if it's like an intentional like they're trying to kind of because they're not very loud they're like quite a quiet person and i don't know if that's that they're like i'm just gonna i know that this isn't typically like a space that's necessarily for me I'm saying that as all of the queens who were like, I've never met a straight queen before. Yeah. Um, so whether they're like, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to keep it quiet and just like kind of ride it. So then the fact that they were so quiet and like, I'm going to, it seemed like they weren't trying to hide it. They were like, I'm just going to pick the time when it's right to say it. And then Rue walks in and is like, hey, you seen the straight guy over there? And you're like, fuck's <laughs> sake. Like, because <laughs> even yeah. Daya Betty was navigating that space as well. Yeah. When they were speaking about gold star gays and stuff. And it was just like, oh yeah, well, Maddie's at a gold star. And it didn't go there. Like Daya gave her the space to yeah. choose when she came out. I wonder if that now this is like, because you know the producers do give them topics. I wonder did the producers want that conversation to happen at that point? Yeah. And they were like, we're having the gold star gay chat. And it's like, that's the moment where, where Maddie needs to share their sexuality. And gotcha, because yeah. she didn't, then Rue went in with a missile target kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. You're I'm right. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know the rules of this game. You've watched the show. You should have watched the show. You know how this happens. Someone's got a secret. We ask someone to mention the secret in a different way and then you get to say it. You don't yeah. want to play ball? Okay, bitch. Yeah, this isn't diners driving and dives. You need, <laughs> to, you, you need to dine out on your trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get to the talent show, I just wanted to highlight that we Elish Keys gets to chat to the queens from behind the mirror. But I love that she was like, I'm, I'm so glad. I can't believe we get to be together. And she's clearly like... <laughs> standing beside reinforced glass. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a special moment for us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't breathe on me. Yeah, basically just watching her through a telly screen at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's what and, it is. And I appreciate I don't know, maybe this is very American. Like I appreciate the reinforcement and her being like, I'm so proud of you. But say that at the end, like they've literally done nothing yet. She yeah. hasn't seen them do anything. They've it's taken their clothes off. Here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you posed in a bowl of Tic Tacs. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you guys have come so far. You're going to be so great. <laughs> On this week's episode of The Workroom, James and I review the Drag Race legacy of 2021 and this year's Sissy Awards. And James exalts the fantastic guest judge that was Nicola Coughlin. I mean, to be fair, she almost, uh, she like, 
her back is broken carrying season three of UK Drag Race. (laughs) (laughs) And James and I review the latest RuPaul Drag Race app game Superstar and point out a lot of its flaws. And also like none of the lipstick or eyeshadow that I got meant anything. It was just there for decoration. So I accidentally submitted myself to a category with no makeup on one time anymore. (laughs) (laughs) just like what is this like a drag queen with no makeup is gonna win (laughs) so that's over in the workroom head of the head stuff plus to support the show and get all those bonus episodes into your feed we'll see you there Onto the talent show. So let, let's just chat about the first three together because they all basically did lip sync and dancing. So Georgius gave us a lip sync to Dua Lipa's Last Dance. Jasmine gave us a lip sync to Fifth Harmony's uh, In Love With A Monster. And Dea gave us that lip sync to get this party started. I would have thought Jasmine was the best, but yeah, it was it Nicola, you were saying you didn't think so or was it Rosie? I was also saying I didn't think so. Okay, all three yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like when Queen... I don't know if it's like, who knows if it's editing or whatever, but when they come on and they're like, yeah, I'm a dancing queen. And then you do that. You're like, no, no, no. Like yeah. don't do a lip sync to something that like, just, just do something different. Like I didn't really like Lady Camden's, but like it was different or like, and um, thingy last week, he did the African dance June, um, June that it's different. So if you're going to say that you're going to, you're a dancer, because like at some point you're going to do that in this show anyway like you're going to be lip syncing and you're going to have to do it so like why not show something different and if you're like bumping yourself up as this like special dancer you've got to pull something out of the bag like surely you know mm. like sh- you know what's coming so why would you do what you're going to yeah. do anyway yeah it just seemed really weird like, like exactly what you said i didn't really like any of the lip syncs but out of them kennedy was my favorite or sorry jasmine kennedy was my favorite yeah I- it feels like if this was on uk drag race rupaul would have shouted at all of them and been like this is not good enough that's like the the feeling i got watching this week's Mm. talent was like this is not okay to bring this to this show on the first episode like last week pulled it out of the bag and this week i was like oh we're getting four lip syncs well no even um angeria did a lip sync to Mm, her own like it was all lip sync the only person that did something different was man well um Maddie and uh, guy, which yeah. was terrible, and Mandy's that was the most depressing thing I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, it was <laughs> so bad. You're just waiting for her to like rip some like big yeah. solo, and it she yeah. just licked the back of the guitar, and then <laughs> yeah. and was, like, also huge red flag to me that the straight guy is like, I consider myself a comedy queen, and I play the guitar. It's like, no, no, no. I've met this person. No, no. Plays do not more. come on here and do that. Like, no. <laughs> Get out of here. It was just, it's like, oh yeah. man. I'm, I'm really funny. I play a musical instrument and they wear heels. We don't need women comedians yeah. anymore. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Rosie, oh, out of those man. three, out of George's Jasmine and Dea, who's, did any of them impress you? And if so, who did it the best? George's actually, I loved their dance because it was really, um, it felt really choreographed to the rhythm of the music, which I really liked. Okay. Um, like she was really punctuating certain bits, which like, it just feels like she's thought about the song and she's thought about the choreography. Whereas I thought with Jasmine, she came in and 
she was yeah she was a great dancer but there I could have had more I could have had like where do we start at the beginning of the dance where's our middle narrative where's where are mm. we getting to at the end and she just did a lot of like I could she also said she was do, she could do flips and stuff I was like do then do loads use that whole runway and just bring it on all the way down you know Kirsten Dunst all the way down please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I just feel like it could have been I could it could have just been more efficient with the like mm. you've got your minute and a half just absolutely go for it also, um, in terms of like her run on the show, she's like maybe she has more tricks up her sleeve. But it's foolish to use all your lip syncing tricks when you don't need to in a talent show. Like look yeah. at Brooklyn Heights when she had to do it; she kept them all in until she had to do that dan- that lip sync with Evie and then brought them out of the bag. So yeah. I think, yeah. like maybe Georges and Jasmine mm-hmm. may have kind of peaked too soon, and by the time they do have the lip sync, will be like, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I do think like, I, I agree with you about. Um, so George's lip sync felt like it was kind of a complete performance, whereas Jasmine's kind of felt like individual tricks all kind of stacked one against the other. Yeah. Like there was no sense of a flow in it. Yeah. And, and I, even though both of them were very impressive, both of them were really good dancers, there was something just in the energy that George's had that I found myself more compelled to watch yeah. than with yeah. than with Jasmine. Um and I do think that part of that as well was that that George just in the talking heads has this like real sort of delightful kind of energy that like really yeah. invites you in and makes you excited to want to be in the same space as them. Whereas Jasmine is a little bit more odd. So maybe yeah. Jasmine is the sort of queen who could grow <laughs> on you over a period of time. Whereas George is right out the gate. I was like, this person is a fireball. They've got so much energy. I'd go see them if they yeah. were performing at a club in Dublin. Um, yeah. which I think just for this challenge really kind of won it for me yeah Yeah, I totally agree yeah was anyone else disappointed that Diabetti didn't give us any balloon animals because she pumped up the balloon and then (laughs) let it go I was disappointed that she didn't give us arguably anything Anything. (laughs) I also I gotta say like I think that you know if you're going to be a drag queen doing that song you should do the Shirley Bassey version of it because it's more exciting and Ah! interesting Ah! (laughs) I'm coming up what I need what I needed was uh, them to have super cut just her going I'm coming up for for a minute and a half and then then release the the little hat yeah. at the very end yeah. that was the best bit of the thing was when yeah. she took off the big hat and there was yeah. a little hat I actually was like you know what there should have been a medium hat there should have been three hats yeah yeah. Been- yeah yeah <laughs> Big hat, the medium hat, and then a little, and then more surprises. It can't be hats underneath that second hat. It needs to be like oh, a tiny Shirley Bassey or something. Yeah. Or an actual CGI Shirley Bassey singing. Yeah. Ah! A little flag that said, Do you know that Mandy is um, a straight guy? Just like a little extra. They don't know he's straight. Yeah. Are you calling him Mandy? Sorry. Are you calling her Mandy? Uh, I said Mandy, but I meant Mandy. Mandy for sure has the Tweety Pie tattoo on the back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry. My mistake, my mistake. <laughs> I think even Diabetti, like, her outfit wasn't even interesting. Like, no. it's, there was, like, no sparkle, no rhymes, like, no nothing. It was just everything. I was like, did you get, like, told about this literally as, you, like, were you in bed? Yeah. And then they were like, you have to go on now. And that, those were her pyjamas. Like, yeah. that, it was just the strangest, like... No. like they didn't get the memo 
it hey, was all like no. she's never i don't know it was bizarre to me Mo- moira rose wears more glamorous outfits to bed than yeah. Yeah. yes um, but it, yeah. it, so i part one of the things i've, I've done here I, I used to be part of a rugby team that did a drag fundraiser every year and it would be like people who'd never done drag before in their lives like ever would be like putting on a show and I, i'm going to like no, Honestly, I would say most of the people who were doing that show for the first ever time did better lip syncs than than, <laughs> than <Diabetes. laughs> Like, and, 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 like I, 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 I can't like that's not even a joke. That is just. Yeah. A fact. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's a difficult song to lip sync to because it, the song like has so much verve and attitude and spunk to it that you kind of mm-hmm. need to be driving around on a ride-on lawnmower and like, yeah. smashing glass kind of to yeah. capture the energy of it. It's very hard to do that just on a stage. Yeah. yeah, and when it's a song that people know so well, and there's only one thing happening, and that's the parties, parties. Getting up, started, you know, yeah. and you're you're, yeah. you're also setting a a target for yourself within the song of, of starting the party. So if yeah. you don't yeah. start the party, then you know that's going to be bad failed. for you. Yeah, you failed. Yeah, yeah. You need the now. You need a now. This is my thing. I feel like when you're this many seasons in, the a dance and a lip sync is just it's just not going to cut it anymore. I need no. to. You need to make me feel something when mm-hmm. you're doing this I need to you need to take me somewhere take me give me a little story somewhere yeah it's like going on Bake Off and making a cupcake and exactly like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> next up was Lady Camden and I was excited but you know last week we got our Enya moment I'm delighted we got a Jamiroquai moment I'm not sure if that's ever yeah. going to happen again yeah. she did a dance <laughs> to Canned Heat which I love um yeah I mean I think in terms of the actual dancing this seemed to have the most uh, technique I guess of, of all yeah. the dancing but like, I still wasn't wowed. No, I have this theory that she's not technically very good. My, I was watching it with my housemate, and he doesn't, he doesn't really know much about ballet. We learned, we learned it a little bit when we were younger. And I've seen ballets; I know what they look like. And he was like, <laughs> "Brack." <laughs> um, excuse me. So yeah, I've seen ballet. I can identify ballet in a lineup of uh, non-ballet. And my housemate looked at me and was like. Is she actually good at dancing? Yeah. Is it she her like I don't know whether it's because she was wearing heels, but when you when you pirouette, you should be tucking your your leg should your leg should be tucking under as much as it can. And it was okay. sort of, it was swinging around rather rather than like circular and tucking up, circular and tucking up, and it was going which is sort of like a broken lawnmower a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my theory is that she might be a bit um sh- what's it sheep in lamb's clothing or whatever. Oh yeah. What's the what's the phrase? Yeah. Well, that, that's Wolf for somebody who's clothing. Old well, piggy yeah. in a little horse's shoe. <laughs> pig in a wig. Pig in a wig. I won't. I won't cast my judgments too soon because it might have been because they're wearing heels and they didn't want to get it caught in their tights. Yeah, mm. I, I I think that they probably made a mistake by by wearing the heels. For like Michelle yeah. being like, oh, it was so impressive that you managed to balance heels. I was like, well, actually, I find it kind of sort of distracting because it was like you yeah. were on your tippy toes and the heel was just like sticking yeah. down. Yeah um yeah. like i think Agreed. that or, or if there'd been a way to do like a shoe reveal i don't know we've never had yeah. one of those. <laughs> no okay <laughs> well actually uh, i think in season 11 brooklyn gave us a shoe reveal 
Because um, they pull off their shoes and they were just in like points yeah. then, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it, in those lives, it's hard, kind of hard to see the reveal sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think overall, I guess it was disappointing. But and especially since there was the four dances back to back. Like, I think they, they the edit really stacked Angie up for the win by being like, here's all these dancers side by side. So you get bored of it. And then we're going to put in the other two left of center ones. And then you're refreshed for Angie coming out mm-hmm. with yeah. her lip sync. Because we had Deja, Sky with her cheer comedy routine, if you call it that. And <laughs> no. I, I mean, I was watching the first four dances and I was like, this is what happens when you don't reward the comedy challenges. And yeah. then I was like, oh, here's a comedy cha- Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do not reward comedy challenges. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what was supposed to be funny. I don't think she did either. No. Okay. Yeah. I think I she think was relying did. on the fact that sort of someone being sort of uncoordinated and sort of yeah, bad at what they're doing would be just worth laughing at. Like yeah. essentially I feel like she was relying on kind of like fat person failing as the comedy. Which yeah. I'm sort of like, yeah, like you know bless you that you feel like as if that's the narrative you have to try and go for yeah. and that's it but it, it 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 didn't work and she would have been better because if she is actually like a coach for cheer teams she knows what she's doing so yeah. like yeah that's what I thought I thought the end she was going to do this stupid routine of being bad and then she'd like do the actual routine and blow it out of the park and yes. that would have been like chef's kiss yeah, but and she can dance. We saw in the lip sync, she can dance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it just didn't cut that. Ch- but I also do admire that she didn't do a dance or a lip sync. Yes, it was a nice break. It felt like she had a different. Ta- it felt like she had a different talent, and then at the last second, they were like, "You can't do that. You have to come up with something else." Yeah, like, it felt like the snatch game where you're like, "You can't do this snatch game. You've been preparing for nine weeks. You have to." RuPaul saying like, "Maybe you should try doing Michelle Obama," and you're like, "Well, I'm white, but I guess sure, let's go." <laughs> like those weird, like it felt like a weird suggestion like that of like, "You've got five minutes to not do the thing that you've prepared." Like it yeah. was so weird. Mm-hmm. It was strange. Maddie gave us some blues guitar. Um, and I just think like when Torgy Tor gave us the violin in Oz History, you need to go out there and you need to do a RuPaul song on the guitar. You yeah. need to give us Born Naked blues rendition. Yeah. Like start off slow and then be like, bruh, 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 you know, it, it, like, yeah, okay. They tried to elevate it by playing with their tongue. <laughs> I mean, did that elevate, does that elevate it? No. You know? <laughs> Not if you can't see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you've got a really, really long tongue. Yeah, like would a... Be- yeah. yeah, it was like elephant's chunk of a tongue. The tongue reveal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also so. makes me think that they don't know performing or they haven't performed enough because you would know if you were performing that in a club or they've been to too many clubs. They've performed too late in too many clubs where the audience have just been screaming because they're high. Yeah. And and they've just got used to the idea that people will scream every time they put the guitar up. It just didn't, it just made me think that they yeah. haven't, they haven't eaten shit on a stage yet for, to know what's yeah. right and wrong. Or they've only performed blues guitar in a blues club in a blues <laughs> band. Like, yeah. so like you can, if you're doing that normally, then like, sure, that's fine because people listening to blues music are like super chill and like just want to hear some nice blues guitar. So you don't have to overperform it. It's like underplayed. And so that yeah. works in that setting, but you can't play drag blues guitar like that. Also, I will say, I actually don't think she's that good at guitar. Like, I think we were just like, 
impressed at the fact that yeah it wasn't another person dancing and unlike last week she was actually playing the guitar instead of just swinging one around that she didn't play but I don't even (laughs) she wasn't even that good at it so that also annoyed me that I was like oh so you're also not that funny and you're also very average at the guitar (laughs) and you've still chosen that as your like talent it really bothered me that Um, I was like you're Not still good. succeeding in life where many people aren't able to. Well, great straight man energy. Yeah, Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> All straight men have to do is be mediocre and then they just fail upward. Yeah. <laughs> <That's really laughs> fail upward. It was very that to me. Uh, finally then, Angie gave us her song Call Me Angie. And when James and I were discussing uh, her in the Meet the Queens, I really liked her personality, but I wasn't sure if she had the goods. And boy, does she have the goods. This yeah. was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's top. She is. She had a very similar. I assumed that she was going to be like a Heidi in Closet, where it was going to be someone that like you were going to fall in love with their personality. They were going to have this huge kind of warmth about them, but maybe they wouldn't necessarily have everything it took to get to the the finale. That they would be a good miscongeniality. But this performance and their overall kind of presence in this episode make me think that they're a, like a top contender. I would say top two. I, I would now say it's them and Cornbread in the the running for for the winner. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, on to the runway, sickening signature looks. Uh, Rosie, whose look was your favourite? I did admire George. Oh no, it was Angeria. It was Angeria. Yes. <laughs> it was like a silk. It was like a little. Oh yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. No, it was really like southern pageantry. Yeah. yeah, it was. It really, was gorgeous. Really nice. yeah. yeah, and her face is so specific that yes. it just feels like glamour, but like next level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Loved no, it. I, she was beautiful on the the runway, and I actually did love Georgia's as well, with the kind of the the mesh silver kind of jumpsuit, and then the yellow or the purple kind of sash. Kind mm. of, like there was something very regal about it, and the way her hair, like everything about it, was just so royal and beautiful yeah. and elevated. Yeah. She yeah. looked. She was probably my second favorite on the runway. Yeah, mm. it was precision. It was like, yeah. It was a perfect like boom for the for your first runway yeah exactly yeah yeah exact impression you want to make when you walk around the corner onto the runway is like that sort of breathtaking like oh my god yeah 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 nicola who would you say is your favorite uh yeah i'd say the same angie maddie definitely I, yeah, was, I love a concept and I loved Maddie. Now, I saw on the pit stop they were reading her for wearing flats, which I, I don't yeah. think I talked because I was too distracted with the head. But like the the sort of physicality of the movements and stuff I thought was really, really clever. Yeah, the hands are doing yeah. all the right thing. It didn't look tacky at all. It looked yeah. as good as it could have been. Mm. And yeah. I think that was the moment where that, where it was like, like you said, okay, you weren't that funny. You weren't that good at guitar. But it was like, okay, well, this is definitely a unique perspective on drag that we haven't seen yeah. really. So I'm I'm back being excited for you again. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, were you impressed with Deja's look, James? I liked it a lot. I, I love that combination of the kind of the, the turquoise blue and the brown together, I think is really like, I, I thought it looks really well together. It looked gorgeous on her skin tone. Her makeup was lovely. Um, I, I, and again, anytime a queen is making all their own stuff, I think they get extra bonus points. So I yeah. did think that she was beautiful, and it would like everything that she's worn so far from the the the, the meet the queens to the the interest to the the promo pics. It would make me very excited to see her in a like in a sewing challenge. So yeah. next week, I think is a ball. I'm like excited to see what she's gonna make because I think it'll be spectacular. Yeah, Somebody yeah. who I thought like looked good was Jasmine Kennedy, but. I find it hard to know like this is signature drag I can't really tell what sort of point of view Jasmine has in drag like she knows how to look good but I don't know how she looks her 
I think she's like another, like I was saying earlier, like she's she like 22 or something, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's quite I think, young. Though. So she's someone that's like grown up with Drag Race. So I think she knows how to do drag from Drag Race. Mm. I don't think she knows. I think she thinks that she's being original, but really you can like trace absolutely everything back to like a specific moment or a specific queen, which is fine yeah. to have like reference points but if it's not if your um point of view is i like drag race that's not that interesting to me yeah, yeah. exactly it was i, I was watching um i can't remember like monet and bob have their show and they were talking about the queens and they were talking about jasmine kennedy because she's the only new york queen on the the show and apparently none of the other new york queens that have been on the show were like really aware of 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 of, of her of, of jasmine so it does speak to the idea that this is a person who who watched drag race and I started doing drag because of Drag Race and hasn't really made an effort maybe necessarily yet to figure out what they want to do themselves as a performer. Yeah. And I, did, I didn't mind the look, but I felt, I, I always find those huge tip, like things really distracting. Like yeah. Yeah. They, they, they always look so false. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my eyes immediately go to them because they don't look like yeah. my titties. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I, I can't relate unless they look like mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not for me. Because <laughs> I mean, if if the category for her was gold, that would have worked for me. But just because it was yeah. her signature, I don't know what that says about her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kind of felt the same for Diabetti. Like I thought it was quite nice to have the ribbons, but again, what did it say about you necessarily? I wasn't sure. Mm. But it felt like that. Um. Oh, what was that? The not the night before Christmas. The other one. And it was also a dress that was ribbon tied, tied, but it was actually held together by a zip. So your dress is um, contradicting itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. Why are you lying to us, Diabetti? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but diabetes isn't actually enough of a, a sob story yeah. to get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try being straight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Lady Cameron then gave us this sort of white and pink peacock i was surprised that the the judges liked this as much as they did i thought it read a bit basic yeah i think like when you those like big old backpack things that they with their fucking riptide yeah things i think when you i mean this is oh actually makes me feel sick it's like half of drag race ago so in season seven when courtney did those massive like huge wings that came out oh yeah like if you're gonna pull some like pull some kind of ripcord on your outfit it can't just be like a couple of sticks that sort of look like a peacock like it just didn't Mm. and they were kind of flopping back and then coming forward and it was just a bit like okay cool like it didn't i didn't really care yeah yeah i i thought as well that like the reference was to this very specific kind of like 90s raver girl hanging out by the big canal sign or the camden sign like that sort of beside those big metal men or whatever it is like and i was wondering if like if someone went out there to do like Irish drag and they dressed up in some sort of, you know, river dance thing, would the judges be like, oh, I love it because it's a recognizable reference to a thing that I'm not 100% confident enough to tell you you're not doing right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the Brighton Pavilion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Angie wins. Daya and Deja are in the lip sync. Would you, anyone have any objections to that decision? Uh, no I would say that I found after Lizzo last week was such an amazing presence on the show and such a great judge I found Alicia Keys kind of just sort of boring she just yeah. her she every look was yes 
Yes. Wow. That's all she said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite moments was when she's discussing Diabetti and Alicia's like, you know, she could be an underdog. You have to see what happens. And it cuts to Rue and Rue's like, <laughs> she's like, well, she's going home. Alicia, so yeah. like, <laughs> I wouldn't worry. Don't get too attached, Alicia. Yeah. Don't get too attached. <laughs> um, they lip sync to Alicia Keys falling. I have to say, I miss... The, the balladry on Drag Race. I want some more ballads. I want some more Celine, some Tony Braxton. So hopefully yeah. we get some more this year. That being said, I felt the lipstick was a bit meh. Yeah, performances. Both it was. Them. Yeah, and I mm. think if you're like, if you if you consider yourself like a lip syncer, which I guess a lot of drag queens should, you should know how to do like a massive upbeat number where you're kicking and flipping, yeah. and you should know how to do a ballad. And I think mm-hmm. that. I haven't watched a ballad in ages where I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's always mm. just queens who are like, wait, no, how I can't flip to this. And you're like, yeah. Oh, like do it. Like the, I can't remember there was one recently where I was like, this is, you should know how to do this. Cause like I've watched Queens live do slow songs where you're like yeah. ripping your hair out. It's so good. So yeah. if this is like the best of the best and they're just kind of flopping around singing yeah. falling, I was like, ah, mm. no. Yeah, I always think of uh, Chichi Devane and Thorgy Tor doing like yeah. I promise you I'm not yeah. going or whatever. I, yeah. yeah. Did like that you great. guys notice Daya like ripping her shoulder off with her nails? Yes. Yeah. It was so distracting and I was so concerned. And I was like, someone get an alcohol wipe up there immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I couldn't work out whether it was actual blood. Or was it like a little cartridgey thing? I wasn't sure. That's oh, I think it had good. to have been. I thought it had to have. Like, if it was, if it was like a cart, if that was your big reveal, like I'm going to do like a small scrape with like a sort yeah. of a tiny amount of sort of little bit of that. Like, that's not really impressive enough. But I, um, but if I, you tear I, your own skin off. No, but like it was only a little kind of, you know, yeah. like if it was like I'm gonna pull, like if it was gonna like I'm gonna go like rock DJ Robbie Williams and literally like, yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, I'm like, I'm like good for you. That's it, guy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if it's just gonna be like a small paper cut, I'm not interested. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me blood or take me home. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that, that's this episode. Before we let you go, uh, Nicola, who's going to win the whole thing? Cornbread. Cornbread. Rosie, do you agree? I think cornbread might shit the bed at some point. So I'm going to put my money on Angeria. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. But, well, uh, but cornbread second. Mm-hmm. Come on a second. Yeah. yeah. I think they definitely are the two standouts so yeah, far. Absolutely. I think, definitely. But I believe in Maddie. Seconds. I think Maddie's going to. Um, I don't think she's going to go quietly. Okay. No, she's going to get louder and louder. There yeah. was a great conversation. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a great conversation on Untucked. I'm not sure if you saw where you know he's talking about being straight in a in a drag world, but and he kind of has this moment where he's like, oh, you know, when you engage with the community, you see that there's hundreds of different ways to be gay, but you're still only taught that there's one way to be straight. And and I thought that was like really well informed, and you can tell he's really done his research. I think he's really careful with the words he chooses and how he phrases things. So I think it's. It, I'm really excited to see him as a sort of like role model for allyship throughout yeah. the community yeah definitely definitely I, I do think he's been very good at like understanding the space he's occupying and how important it is he's respectful and even at one point one of the queens in the talk was like oh it's amazing hopefully you'll inspire loads more um like straight people to get involved in drag and he's like no i don't want that i don't want to inspire loads of straight people starting drag i want to inspire straight people or straight men in particular to start doing things that they don't traditionally think 
a straight person a straight guy yeah. should do so it's not that you all need to run out and buy wigs and heels it's that you need to stop looking at like things you want to do in a gendered fashion which i think was yeah. really good that's yeah. awesome yeah. So yeah well thank you so much both of you for for joining us again it's been great to have you back uh you guys are touring in february do you want to tell us a bit about where people can find you and what it's going to be like yes we are all of our dates are at flowandjoan.com we're doing uk so you've got We've got England, Wales, Ireland. Scotland, Ireland. We got Ireland at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Belfast and Dublin coming through. <laughs> um, yeah, we're really excited. It's a massive tour. Really. The good thing is Belfast and Dublin at the very end. So the tour is going to be bang on by that point. We'll, we'll have excited. done 58 dates by then. <laughs> nice. You're going to get called... the creme de la creme from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's called Sweet Release. Sweet okay. Release, yeah. Release, yeah. yeah. And it's in Wheelands for Irish audience. Yeah, it's June the 19th, I think so. James and I will be there. Um, yeah, if so if you don't want to come for Flo and Joan, come for James and Keith. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. That's a good enough reason. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of this whole Alicia Keys thing not wearing makeup? I'm, I think fair play to her. We don't expect dudes to wear makeup. So why should we expect Alicia Keys to wear makeup? I don't mind her not wearing makeup. It's just the fact that she was wearing makeup. Oh, okay. <laughs> like she was clearly wearing makeup. She had like brown eyeshadow on or orange eyeshadow on. Well, I think her whole thing about no makeup was more that she wasn't going to feel like it was a requirement that she was going to if she wanted to, not if she didn't. And it wasn't that a state, it wasn't her kind of saying, like, I'm never going to wear makeup again. It was her saying, I'm never going to feel obligated to wear makeup again. Like, that was more what I had understood from her whole, like, her whole kind of thing. And she certainly, like, doesn't, like, she certainly isn't wearing a lot of makeup, you know? Um, but no, I, I think more power to her. Well done. If you can send a drag queen out to the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race Superstar not wearing makeup, Alicia Keys can judge on the judging panel not wearing makeup. <laughs> well, also, she seems to suggest she plays Pokemon, which I also was, was... I know she has kids, but I was like, interesting. It's yeah. like, it's just Alicia Keys being like, yes, I got a Butterfree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to Flo and Joan for coming on the show. We always love having them oh, on. Yeah. I think they're one of our favorite they are. guests. They are. They're, 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 they're so. top tier. They are top. They are God tier guests. Top. And we they're are God. very excited to be hitting them up for their live show in Wheeland on the 19th of June. I think I recommend anyone who is in the vicinity to buy tickets and come along mm. as well. And you can DM us on sissy.pod, uh, uh, like at sissy.pod on Instagram if you're heading to the show. And yeah, let's know if you're Buy me a on. drink for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless. Uh, I was just going to say come and say hi, but there you go. <laughs> right, we'll be back next week. It's a ball, uh, which I love. I can't wait for the 12 by 3, 36 different looks we're going to get next week. I'm going to be very excited. We will chat to you then. See you, love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.